and, yeah. and so I'm having this guy build the deck. And so he came and he put all this material. He had a trailer. So he pulled over in, in between my driveways. So then he uses Bobcat and he went over to my side yard. He opened the gate. He went in, he dropped off, you know, these loads of lumber, you know, to build the deck. And so I got a pile of product out here in my side yard by the pool. And so the, yesterday or on Sunday, um, it was pouring down rain on Sunday. And so my wife looks out the sliding glass patio door in the living room and she's like, oh my God, all that stuff's going to get ruined. And I said, what stuff? All this stuff the guy dropped off. And I go, is, any, is anything out there in cardboard boxes? And she said, no. I said, it's, it's all just, okay, you see the deck out here at the swimming pool? Yeah. It's wood, isn't it? Yeah. Well, isn't that wood too? It's going to yeah. get ruined. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's not going to. It's deck wood. It's supposed to get wet. It's, it's going to get ruined. It's out here getting all wet. And I'm like, it'll be fine, honey. They're going to, they're going to put it in the ground and it's going to be out there. Rain, snow, sleet, and hail. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Now that's funny. All right, everybody, welcome. That is correct. This is the podcast that sounds funny. This is the week of September 13th. 2022 uh, season two show 44 episode 96 we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it uh and your host keith and join with me are terry and jill all righty and uh, we like to open up with a segment we call what's new could be something old that's a kind of story reading what you're doing and, you know, I saw on Facebook this morning, somebody posted that on this date in 1969 was the first airing of Scooby-Doo. Oh, really? And, on and this that, date? And the thing is, I remember watching that. <laughs> on this date in 1988, I was... Oh, in labor. Yeah, oh. I was in labor. <laughs> Oh. Uh, long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> I uh-huh. was in a hospital. You were having a baby. You was cranking out baby number two. That, no, number three. Number three. <laughs> yep, she's number three. Yep, and it's funny because she was born on a Tuesday, and we're going to sing happy birthday to her here in a minute. Good. Oh, Good. Happy there. birthday, Megan. Sing it, Jill. Happy birthday to you. Happy hey. birthday to you. Happy birthday to Megan. Happy birthday to you. Alexa, da, da, da. sing happy birthday. Huh? Alexa can sing it too. Let's do this. One, two, one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Yay. And many oh. more, Megan. 
And a dog bark too, fam. Yeah, of course, by the time we post this, she'll be happy birthday plus a, a day or two. A day or two, yeah. She's 34, <laughs> ain't she? Mm, if you can do the math from 88 to 22. Oh, God. What's that? That's my wife butt dialing me. Oh. Yeah, it would be, I think, 36, right? 34. Uh-uh. 34, yeah. Yeah, eight. Is, I saw it on Facebook. You know, it said 34 years old. That's I was thinking 36 seemed like a little old for her. But. That would be Ashley. <laughs> yeah. I'll put them. You just get all those names. Stalkers. I know stalkers go hunt them down. There was something yeah. else that happened in history too, and I don't remember what it was, but I probably I, I, watched. I haven't had a chance to look at my uh, my history uh, holiday app. In 1969, on this date, then you and me watched Scooby Doo right here in this room I'm sitting in, <laughs> probably in our underwear. <laughs> on that little black and white TV. <laughs> What's a black and white TV? Oh, 19 a 19 inch Admiral black and white TV. Eight, two, four, eight, zero, five, seven, five. Wow, you need to bury all the phones. <laughs> and of course, Jill would have only been like three. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I like Scooby Doo, but I don't remember watching the first episode like you guys do. <laughs> I do. I would have been like almost seven. Hmm. I would have been the age of my little granddaughter. And I just watched that first episode just a couple months ago on it wasn't Netflix, mm -hmm. but Flash yeah. Speaking of my little granddaughter, I have a, a, a opening story about her. Do it, do it. Um, well, whenever she, she lives over at, our, at the church house with her, her dad, she she wanted to stay here, but she's a, a daddy of the girl. When she sometimes comes over, when she does, she helps grandma fix the wound on my foot. So she wants to be a, a nurse or a doctor when she gets older. Oh. Well, she told our youngest son the other day, she was at his house, that she wants to be a uh, a, uh, a mortician when she gets older, <laughs> work at a funeral home when she gets older. He goes, oh, why? So you, you, so you can bury your mistakes? <laughs> you know, I actually heard something on the news that there's a lot of people that's trying that's that's wanting to do that that job. It doesn't take much college in order to be a, work in a funeral home. You know? it, it it doesn't. It, it takes a, you just a get a certification. <laughs> I, I I think there is. Uh, some college training that they typically will send you do to become certified. Uh, back in the day, uh, you remember Allen Funeral Home by Grandma's house, right? Mm -hmm. The guy who had that got his training, and whenever he served in the army during on the World War II or World War One. Well, I thought you were going to say, you know, hands-on family trade. You know, <laughs> well, he did. Like he did some kind of training. He wouldn't want to embalm somebody that's not really dead. He. Uh, <laughs> He, dead first. he was part of the, the, the Graves registration unit. Uh, I forget how old he was. It was either World War II or one. I forget. But he did that in the Army when he got out. He's like, you know, people die all the time. I'll just set up a shop here in Bunker Hill. And he, that's how that he started doing that. He's uh, hmm. Until he died, he's been dead for some time. Now. I mean, just like these other ones around here, you know, 
they're family owned and operated and stuff or, or they do it and tell the kids to go i ain't doing it no more i'm tired i'm sure glad our dad didn't do that i wouldn't want to do it <laughs> well it's it's a necessary service uh, and yeah. for those who do that uh, you know they are definitely needed out there but, i can tell a story about that one from our our blind group you know is it funny or not well yes <laughs> and uh we send out solicitation letters asking businesses for for donations and everything and so during the coronavirus i was instructed uh from the other members of the group not to send out any solicitation letters because in these trying times there nobody was working or, you know everything was shut down you know and so i told him i said uh I sent uh, solicitation letters out to all the funeral homes and they, I said, <laughs> because business is booming there, you know, yeah. I said, you know, so then they, they sent us like $200 donations. You know, I told them everybody, I said, they sent this funeral home. I sent them a note saying, you know, thank you for your donation. I hope to send you some business soon. <laughs> yeah. You have a couple members in mind there, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> and if and if any members are listening to us, it's not you; it's the other one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but that you know that's you know that I knew what's going on. You know, it's like hey, it's uh, marketing, you know, strategy. You know, yeah. Well, you know, even during Corona, as many businesses that were shut down, not all the businesses were. Right, yeah. and some Hospitals, of the big, you know, factories doctors. and uh, things are still up and running. Yep. Fast food. Yeah, they were still out there. Well, yeah, they go through the drive-through. Yeah, they didn't close down for much, but they they did limit it to like drive-through services. But anyway, uh, that's all I got for my opening comments. Uh, really. <laughs> Next up on our list is some random stuff. Random yeah. stuff from Keith. Need to spin the wheel. We got six items. Six items on the wheel. <laughs> Yours, let's just go with trivia. I need to spin the wheel for a random trivia quiz number five computers oh now keep in mind these trivia quizzes i uh extracted from the gym kitchen uh, kitchens ink games uh and they're not particularly new um so these won't be up to date, but we'll call it computer history. How about that? <laughs> okay. Uh, who developed Jaws for Windows? Mr. Shark. <laughs> Sharky McSharkerson. Yeah. What? Uh, number one, was it Blazy? Two, JFW. Three, Enter Joyce. Four universal low vision aids. I know the answer to that one. Do you? What was the th- What was the question? 
who let's see, I'm reading. Who invented who Jaws? Developed, developed Jaws for Windows. Oh, uh, Hinder Joyce. Uh, one more time, the options was was number one, Lazy. Uh, two, JFW. Three, three, Hunter Joyce. Four, Universal Low Vision Aids. And the answer is three. three. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. I do that one. Now, Blazy <laughs> actually invented a um, a note taking device. The Universal, whatever it was, I don't. Low Vision Aids probably did Zoom. I don't know or Zoom Tech. And uh, uh, Hunter Joyce is the people who invented JAWS. And JFW is just simply the acronym for <laughs> JAWS for Windows. For Windows, JFW. <laughs> J- what is the last version of JFW to be released in the year 2000? <laughs> in the year 2000. JAWS 20. <laughs> Well, no, and remember the year 2000 was 22 years ago. Oh, uh, in fact, back when the days when the latest system was Windows, probably 98 or XP, that's back with Millennium. Was it version 1.0, 2, 3.7, 3, version 2.0, or 4, 3.2? Four. Yeah, I was going to guess four also. I don't know, though. Uh, I haven't looked at the answer square yet, but I would say either two or four, you know, 3.7. You know, I might, I might say 3.7 because it seemed like whenever I worked at uh, uh, not Mishweb, the other place in there in Michigan. I wasn't alive yet. I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> um, I, I think they were up to 3.5 or 3.7 then. And the answer two, 3.7. Oh, 3.2 nice. was a good answer. 3.2 was my very first version I ever had. And that was in 98. So, anyway. Huh. First but, version of Jaws I had wasn't until 20, to, I don't know, 2012. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a non-Jaws question here. What was Bill Gates' nickname when he was a child? Bill Gates. Bucky, Mr. Reed. <laughs> Mr. Reed. Uh, yeah. uh, was it one, Snoopy, oh. two, Smarty, three, Hot Shot, four, Trey? I know the answer to that one there, too. Um, I'll say Smarty just because he's a smart guy. I think it's number three. So Jill said Smarty and Terry says Hot Shot. Uh, hot Shot. Uh, no. Hey. Oh, actually, you're, some, somebody was right. The answer was number four. Uh, Trey was his nickname. Huh. I was going to say Snoopy because I thought it was something like Snoopy or Sparky or something like that. But nope, Trey was his nickname. I had no clue. Because <laughs> I guess Trey is short for Bill or Gates or maybe it's his middle name. I don't know. I don't know. 
Maybe he was named after the trade that comes out. Oh, no, that was way back. Yes. It's, it's, it's that tray on the back of the airplane seats. Yeah. <laughs> what could spray on his head? <laughs> in, in, in computer languages, what does basic stand for? If you know that one, you're really a really geek. <laughs> oh. it, basic is actually an acronym and it stands for something. Um, here's options. Uh, one, beginners, all purpose, simple instruction code. That's what I would think it would be. Number two, beginners, all purpose, symbolic information code. Or three, beginners, all purpose, symbolic instruction code. And those are the three options. Three. <laughs> I Jill don't, don't even know. I have no clue. <laughs> it, it is number three. Number three. I knew that. Yeah, I, I I definitely did some work in basic a long time ago. Anyway, um, let's just do one more, and then we'll move on along here. Uh-oh. We are back to the land of jobs here. Um, uh, who is the oh? President of Hunter Joyce. The, 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 my jaws kept saying precedent or something like that. <laughs> the president of Hunter Joyce. Keep in mind, this is probably in the early 2000s. Um, one, Ted Hunter, Hunter Joyce. Two, Dean Blazing. Three, Jim Kitchen. <laughs> Four, Bill Gates. I think I wouldn't know that one. <laughs> considering it's Hunter Joyce, President of Jaws. Yeah. Out of those options. Probably, wasn't that number two? You have one, Ted Hunter, two, Dean Blasey, three, oh. Jim Kitchen, four, Bill Gates. I'll give you a hint, it's probably not Bill Gates. The first guy. Yeah, Ted Hunter. Ding, 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 ding. I just guessed. <laughs> Again, Dean Blasey was the president of another company that developed a hardware note taker. And of course, Jim Kitchen is the guy who developed this trivia quizzes. Uh, anyway, so that's it for our, our computer trivia for today. Yeah. You better get the old boy out of the way, mother. He's liable to get trampled. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www dot youravon.com front slash t hogan helpsleep that is front slash t h o g a n h e l t 
S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Gee, it's one thrill after another. It's time More to ready for news. I have some very favorite. <laughs> I got it ready, too. I have a world record story to start off with in Florida. So it's not David Rush, but I have one from him too but later on. A Florida woman has grown her hair to a whopping 110 feet. Wow. And she it I don't know what she's done, but it's taken only taken her four years to do it. She might have to eat some miracle grow. Miracle grow or something. It's like I'm wondering if because it's dreadlocks, I'm wondering if uh how how long was it to start, I wonder, because 110 feet, that's like you know over 25 feet per year. If you start out, you know, it was zero Uh, inches on her head. Um Asha Mandela was was first awarded the award in 2009. Her locks were measured at 19 feet in 2009. Wow. And then now it's 110 feet. She does, does she live in an ivory tower? Should she change her name? <laughs> her name's Rapunzel. She calls them because they're dreadlocks. They look like like cobras. And oh. so she calls them her little cobras. Uh, her little snaky heads. Weird. She she doesn't like the term dreadlocks. You know? And so she... Because they're not oh, dreadful at all. Royal royal crown of locks or her cobras is what she likes to refer to it. Cobra head. She, Medusa. she, carries, she okay. carries her hair around in a cloth sling. You, know, a you would have to that would get pretty heavy, I would think. From, from preventing them from dragging on the ground or straining her neck. When she goes into, then she goes into her sleep chamber and gets in bed <laughs> and she keeps him cuddled up in the sack next to her on the pillow and then she talks to him. <laughs> Hello, hair. How are you? Are you ready to go to sleep? Nighty night, hair. See you in the morning. A uh, woman might have some her, kind of uh, mental problems. <laughs> her husband uh, maintains her hair for her that uh, he's a hair married to a hairdresser. Dreadless. I'm just wondering, they got to be like doing putting in some extensions or something because that's awful. You know, like I know it, 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 it's 110 feet, you said more or less. And it's wow, grew it in four years. That's 20, that's 25 feet a year. Uh, that's like you know, seven and a half feet every quarter. <laughs> it's like two feet every month. Her her husband washes her hair for her once a week. It takes about six bottles of shampoo. Yeah. And then 
I didn't think you had to divorce dreadlocks. I just thought they were I washed my hair and I can't do anything with it. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a real problem. (laughs) A two-day process to dry it. But yeah, that's what I heard too. What Jill said, that your dreadlocks is usually you don't wash them. It's just, you know, they're just... It's just stinky hair. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, the, the, it's designed so you don't have to wash your hair when you put them in dreadlocks. Yeah. No. She's so not never going to cut way. her hair. Never going to cut her hair. It's like, okay, whatever. This story, just like last week that I got, reminded me of Terry. Oh. There's a story about Ty Cobb. You know who that is? Uh, a, uh, he ate a lot of cord. He's an old baseball player. Uh, and of course, well, he's passed away now. But you can buy his dentures. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he swallowed any teeth and had him replaced <laughs> or broken any. But you could buy him for $14,000. Um, let's see. I think it was on eBay. Let's get uh, upper and lower dentures, and you even get a brass opening device. Which I don't know. Maybe this guy suffered from lockjaw and needed to open his mouth with this brass <laughs> opening device. Uh. Yeah, I'm not sure why in the world you'd need that unless it's just something that they threw in to go with his teeth. And he played with the Detroit Tigers from 1905 to 1926. So he had 25 years of baseball. You'd think some of them balls would probably knock out some of them teeth. Mm-hmm. And then he passed away in 1961. But his teeth, they were donated to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. New York, yeah, as he live on. You could go in and visit his smile anytime you want. Well, until somebody buys them. You know, they were donated for so long, and I guess and they're wanting to sell them to make some money or something. But I thought that was pretty funny. When right. Terry, when we're old and Terry's gone, we want to buy his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple sets. I got the famous teeth that, that he swallowed and went through the digestive. <laughs> Anybody's interested? Need some teeth? I got some. But you know, I thought everybody, of course, Terry would know. Everybody's mouth is a little different. It's not like you can do much with this guy's teeth except for sit and look at the smile or. You can't wear them if they're not fit for you. A free bull races through Jerusalem streets and enters a business building. Um, Of course, in Jerusalem, a bull escapes from his pen early Monday, setting off a panic scene in the streets of Israel. uh, Entered... Was it the slick small liquor bowl? And a brown <laughs> scampers around for a half an hour in the building. I remember those old TV commercials. Remember the slits malt liquor bowl? <laughs> what? The slits malt liquor bowl that you said. I, I guess so. Some commercials. That... <laughs> I thought that happened in Spain, the running with the bulls. <laughs> it says the bowl entered the office in an industrial zone in Jerusalem. 
and videos show residents uh, scurrying for safety as the bull roamed the streets. He was looking for Jesus. <laughs> barely gored one man who got too close. Uh-oh. Uh And inside the building, the animals slid around on the polished tile floors. <laughs> scampering around. I bet. Uh, now, What's his name, thought, Fernando? <laughs> yeah. My thought on that wasn't so much this list malt liquor bowl, but being oh, Jerusalem and maybe it was Passover time, where they used to sacrifice bulls in the temple. Maybe he thought, you know, it was going to get him or something. We're going to go <laughs> hide in here and they won't find me. Lions in the den, not bulls. <laughs> of course, they don't really sacrifice animals in Jerusalem anymore these days. That we know of. <laughs> no, 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 as far as I know, they don't. But that's right. Maybe as far as we know, they don't. Now, I thought it was kind of funny because the, the, they used to sacrifice bulls and the bull went fleeing through the city. There might still be those people over there that, you know, they isn't it Jewish people or somebody don't believe Jesus ever came back, so they're still waiting. Well, they might you know, still. Along that line, it's, it's been several years ago, maybe almost 20 years ago when I heard about it. But there actually was a sect of Jews who wanted to bring temple sacrifices. And huh. so they did uh, do a couple you know, sacrificing of bulls to get back in practice, I guess. And a bunch of animal rights groups got really up in arms. Over oh. They didn't do it. And they gave the meat away to food products. The butcher needs to He knows how to well, sacrifice these animals. <laughs> I wonder if a bull hamburger tastes as good as a cow hamburger. Yeah, of course it does. That's what you're actually eating is, is here. <laughs> anyway, back on Terry. A Washington man, 82 years old, shoots his one millionth basketball free throw. Huh. And it took him 17 years to do it. <laughs> wow. One, swish, um, two, swish. <laughs> 99, one million. His Tom, Tom's, Tom's cherry, Tom's. I'm trying, I couldn't. He had to stop you to go to the bathroom since he started. Tom, somebody. <laughs> I'm somebody, and uh, you know why he didn't have to go to the bathroom. He must have had his depends on. <laughs> yeah. He celebrated his 82nd birthday, um, shooting his 80 uh, millionth basketball free throw, and he. Uh, so he would have started. He was 65. <laughs> he made about 94 percent of the shots in the. S- 2,500 hours in the 17 years it took him to reach it. I mean, he missed a few. <laughs> he didn't That's get better, it. Better than 9 out of 10. Yeah. And he uh, yeah. He he uh, he might have missed eight baskets. A hundred free throws a day. He made two hundred and twenty-two shots 
was his best day. You know, each time he'd go to the basketball courts. And, but he I thought maybe he was a basketball player, and that's just how many he made in his career or something. But no, he's probably a basketball player. <laughs> if he did it, it took him 17 years and he's 82, we would have started at age, age 65. He played on the Senior Citizens League. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I want to get some scores. So he would do a couple hundred a day over the course of time. And, you know, right. uh, but still, that's a pretty good score. I can say if he'd only miss, you know, maybe eight out of a hundred, that's, that's pretty good. Right. I would have made eight out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> eight a day. I'm thinking about putting that basketball hoop back up on the garage here since I got a blacktop driveway now. I could paint the little <clears throat> yeah. free throw lines out there. And we'll see free how many baskets lines, I can uh, hit being blind. <laughs> <laughs> you need a little bit bigger hoop. <laughs> Well, you could put maybe like a, a wind chime or a bell up there and just aim for the chime until you get good enough, and then you can take the chime down and then try it that way. What you got, Jill? Another one? My next story is about a coyote. Uh-oh. He was hiding in a family's bathroom under the t- behind under the toilet tank. So behind the stool, but under the tank. Yeah. He must not have been a very big coyote. And the family's name, it was it Roadrunner. They were getting ready to go on a trip and they had left the door open as they were carrying their luggage out. And they think that's how the coyote snuck in. Hiding behind the Acme toilet. Yeah. (laughs) He must have got a little drink out of the bowl that was there and then hid as the family members came in to go bathroom before they left. Must have been a lot of women sitting down because nobody noticed it for a while until I guess the dad went in and stood up and hey, there's a. I'm assuming you know, not knowing what it was, you probably thought there's something back there. And here it was, this coyote looking. Probably he was probably looking for the roadrunner. (laughs) They found a whole family of them. But that's about all there was to that story. I just so thought they have was like funny. a tunnel painted on, on a big rock out in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> the train station, or the train tunnel. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's about all there was to that story. I thought there'd be more, but I just I thought that was funny when they have coyotes. I always think of the Roadrunner. He had his had his jetpack uh, bat wing costume on. <laughs> <laughs> A male white rhino is born in a San Diego Zoo wild park. Um, and it has some photos and the story and stuff. Um, but in San Diego, uh, the zoo safari park announced the arrival of a male white rhino um, who was born there. Uh, and they tweeted a video of the curious new calf following his mom around. The unnamed calf uh, is uh, doing well. And uh, the story goes on telling all about this little baby white rhino. My, my joke is, it says it's an unnamed male white rhino. Shouldn't they name it Ace Ventura? <laughs> <laughs> 
because maybe it really is Ace Ventura who popped out of the back end of the rhino like in the movie. <laughs> Ace Ventura. I didn't know they had white rhinos. That's really, I guess, albino. I thought they were all gray rhinos, but I guess so you have a category called the white rhino. They have huh. black rhinos and white rhinos and plaid rhinos. Becca, maybe some. Something like the Asian ones and the Mexican ones. <laughs> I've got another semi spilling its truckload of Alfredo sauce <laughs> on a Tennessee highway near Memphis. It's a Parmesan. It's, so, it's your. What's it called? Those noodles? Alfredo. Alfredo. Noodles? Yeah. Um, egg noodles will work. Or any kind of noodle. noodles are good with yeah. Then uh, Pratini, uh, that's what you're thinking. Uh, there's not a lot to these, but there's I've got another one that goes right with this. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, in California, a day or two later. A semi spilled its truckload of tomatoes. I've seen one where the truck spilled a, some kind of dye and colored the beach. It was on the close to the beach, colored the sand pink because it was some kind of red dye. <laughs> like, boy, these trucks are spilling everything. I know these drivers. I wonder if these are the um, um, self driving trucks. Regular truck drivers, you never hear about that stuff spilling. Yeah. I got another story, even about a guy from Chile. He was uh, overpaid. Um, let's see. A Chilean man was paid. Um, in Chile? Yeah, not in Chile. <laughs> he got overpaid. And um, you'll never guess what he did. He disappeared. Okay. He got a paycheck of, oh, well, in Chile, Chile, and their money, I guess, is worth a lot less than ours because it says it was like $180,000 is what it was in American money, but it was over a million pesos or whatever. And, um, yeah, he was going to call and return it, but then I guess the the little conscious on his shoulder decided to tell him, take it and run. <laughs> Go to the Southern America, American <laughs> border. Everybody end up there. Yeah, they say his name, but I can't even begin to try to pronounce it. Mm, but, uh, yeah, he took the money and ran, and they haven't seen him since as of this article, but who knows? I haven't heard anything since this article came out. Yeah. I guess if you overpaid uh, that much money, that would be a thing to do, I guess. Yeah, he was only supposed to get $584. Oh, wow. Well. got a billion. Yeah, that's what I guess you make in a month in that country. Huh. The headline says, always wanted to hit the gas. 
a blind Michigan Judd says. And um, of course, there's images in this story uh, in Mount Morris, oh, Wisconsin, not Michigan. A blind Wisconsin judge went for a drive in a, uh, in a car. Uh, 100 people watched uh, as he drove on a dirt track in the county. Oh, it is in Michigan because it's in Flint. Flint, Michigan. He drove on a dirt track uh, while 100 people watched this blind judge make the laps. I've always wanted to have the feeling of what it's like to hit the gas, turn on the ignition, what it's like to operate the steering wheel. <laughs> uh, the 47-year-old judge says to the TV reporter, uh, the sheriff was in the passenger seat giving directions and encouragement. Straighten it out. A little left, soft right, he said. He, he's doing it. <laughs> Uh, and, and it goes on, a blind judge, uh, for the first time in his life, drove a car around a, safely around the racetrack. Now, it, it, it sounds easier said than done, but on a racetrack, I mean, if it's an oval, there's not a lot to it. You, It would be easy to just say, hey, straighten up your wheel on a straightaway. You can only have like an oval turn, you know, turn around left, straighten up, go down, turn around left, straighten up. The, the trick would be is if he, if he was on some kind of, uh, uh, you know, random looking racetrack, like on a Grand Prix type of a thing, uh, that'd be a little difficult because you have, you know, sharp, you know, angle. They, have, they have the helmets and the microphones that communicate and they tell you. But he did have a sighted guy that, you know, the sheriff was in the, you know, riding shotgun with him, basically. But it, it's pretty neat. The, whether he's a judge or not, the blind guy got a chance to drive a car, which does remind me. I think Terry was talking about this the other day, where uh, uh, Ray Charles uh, famously drove a car. No, it's Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Well, Ray Charles too. Uh, mm. I, I and, and probably the stories are very similar. Uh, I think Ray Charles actually owned the car, but of course, usually other people would drive it. But every once in a while, on a lonely country road, he would hop hop into the driver's seat and he would, you know, make his way down the road. You know, you know, feel his way along the gravel strip along the side. With and, the long white cane. <laughs> yeah, the long white cane curve was out there and back and forth. Um, but I guess you was telling me it, 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 maybe it was Stevie Wonder where. Uh, all the drivers got early drunk, and he was the only one who wasn't drunk. And so they put him behind the wheel, and they well, used to put a ribbon on his wrist, and they, they tugged the ribbon to ease him right, ease him left. <laughs> <laughs> was that you just telling me that? I heard it somewhere. No, they let Stevie Wonder drive in an empty like mall parking lot or something. You know, just driving around yeah. and stuff. Yeah, the story I heard was a bunch of drunken musicians. We're, we're so drunk, they just let the blind. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Ray Charles. They put a ribbon on his wrist and they would tug it you know, right a little bit to go right or <laughs> tug his left wrist to go left or something. Oh, you mad, impetuous fool, you! I have one more to end up on. Um, okay. Jill had a, where was that coyote in the bathroom at? I don't think it said. If it did, I don't remember. 
California somewhere? I don't. I don't well, know. In so, Florida, sure. there was a possum. Excuse me. Invaded a girl's bathroom in the elementary school. Playing possum in the girl's bathroom. And you know how they found it? All the screams. That's <laughs> uh, <coughs> and the girls' bathroom. It was a turned it into a wildlife zone. <laughs> After all, the little girls went in there, screamed, and peed all over. Then <laughs> they, the 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 deputy a deputy was called by the principal. They blocked the door <laughs> and put up crime scene tape. <laughs> put up crime scene tape to keep everybody out until wildlife uh, rescue could come and remove the possum. Crime scene tape. They thought somebody died, I guess. <laughs> possum in the bathroom. All right, that's all I got for news. Gee whiz, how can you be so heartless? But now it's time for Joe to show us some more. No, Wait. I'm done. Word. You don't have any more words? Oh. oh, I got words, but no more stories. But no more weird ones, huh? Go back to preschool. Get out of the gene pool. Well, these are last week. I think we did Northeast. These words I got this week are... Um, English slang words. That, oh, no. So you might know some of these. Yeah. If Shrimp you've ever been to England or know somebody from England, but um, I've been there. I saw the, the queen. First. Have you? I haven't. Well, she waved at me, but she waved at everybody. <laughs> she was looking right at you when she did it. <laughs> <laughs> the first word I got here is. Everybody shut up. B-A-R-E, bear. And B-A-R-E. You're naked. Yeah, <laughs> you're a naked lady. The bear. Um, does it mean like to carry? Like to, to bear a burden? Um, remember last week the word wicked is what they use to say everything's like wicked, gorgeous. Yeah, this word is like idea. I'm bare, tired. It's a... Uh, word they stick before I always thought right. it was like Cheerio or something. <laughs> Cheerio. Or um I'm, barely bloody, I'm bloody tired. Maybe bloody is like a curse word too though. I don't know. Yeah, to the English bloody is something of a curse word. Like I don't get why, but they, it is. Huh. <laughs> and our next word, you should know this one, a fiver and a tenor. A fiver and a tenor. I'm going to say a five and ten pound note. I don't know. Yeah, that's what they call their money. And it says that in Canada, they call their money loony and toony, which I thought was pretty <laughs> funny. Loony and because they have like a a crane dun, 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 Yep. Let's see. Knacker. 
K-N-A-C-K-E-R-E-D. Knackered. Knackered. It's like you have too much to drink. <laughs> What'd you say? You have too much to drink. You got knackered. Yeah, worn out or exhausted. Yeah. It needs to hit the trash can, it says. If it's knackered, it's all used up. No, oh, okay. It's, this tube of toothpaste is knackered. Throw <laughs> away. Don't hit the coyote. This next one. I've never heard English people say this next word. Because <laughs> I've heard it in the South, but not in England. But the next word is reckon. R-E-C-K-O-N. Ah, I reckon it's time to guess mm-hmm. what that word means. Oh, that's where the poop came out. The rectum. <laughs> this is reckon. Oh, the tooth came out. Yeah, poop. <laughs> I reckon my tooth came out. My reckon. Rectum. Uh, Let's see the next um, word. If you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate, cheeky. You cheeky monkey. To be kind of cocky or sassy or something like that. Yeah. That's what that word means. So you've heard a lot of these. They're not really that much. Yeah. They definitely don't get used in America, but you hear them once in a while, kind of TV show or movie or something. And then the next word is mate, M-A-T-E. Maybe you flunked that class and maybe now you find that people mock you on Which, of course. <laughs> your your friend, your schoolmate. Yeah, you know your mate? friend, your chum, your buddy. I'm not a mate. A mate's on a bloody shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the guitar told me when I said, good day, mate, when I was over in England. It's like mate, mate's on the ship. Oh. oh, credit took me back to the beginning. What the heck? Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Right spot. I think that was only like seven words, and I thought there was a few more. So, mate was the last one you said. I think so. It's the last one on your list. Yeah, maybe we'll just stop there because I'm not finding where the list went to. Listen up when I tell you this. I hope you never use quotation marks for emphasis. You finished second grade, I hope you can tell if you're doing good or doing well. Hmm. It was a short list today, we'll say. Okay. Well, we're glad to have you on this program, and it's all right with me if you haven't kissed Claw Gable. Yeah. Well, anyway, with our short word list, there is time to turn to Terry's top 10 list. Yeah, because you can do that really long one. I'm saving that for our 100th anniversary. Oh, okay. Um, But I have 10 things, common things with long histories. Number 10. OMG. Oh my goodness, is what I always say. Yeah. I know it means that, a different word there for the G, but 
that dates back to 1902. Really? Yep. There was. I'm sure people. Oh, 1917. A lot earlier than that. But the, the, the 1917. Letters. I'm sorry. Dates back to 1917. When the first time. Oh my God. OMG was in 1917. An admiral in World War I wrote it in a letter to Winston Churchill. Yeah, so I'm sure it's the first time an acronym was was done, but the, I'm sure the phrase was was around for a lot longer. But yeah, but um, yeah, they they would use it like that too. But then they probably said, "Oh no, we got we must change it and say, oh my goodness, oh my gosh, you can't say, oh my God, you know? oh my George.' <laughs> anyway, number nine." Number nine, the first published alien abduction was in the 1800s. Really? What? Going yeah. to alien? Well, was there aliens around then? <laughs> they were around. In 1886, the editor of a newspaper and his companion were traveling home in a horse-drawn carriage, and they were stopped by three slender beings with big, giant heads and black eyes. Uh-huh. You know, they made that movie called Cowboys and Aliens. They were seven feet tall. Huh. We come in peace. <laughs> Let us probe you. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Terry that there's a movie out called Prey, P-R-E-Y, and it's kind of like ter- not Terminator. What was that? Predator. Predator. The Predator series, and it's supposed to be back like in Indian times. Mm. And the Indians have to try to figure out how to kill the predator. Ah. It's it's interesting. I think it was at Netflix, but I don't think yeah, it's in that yet. anywhere. <laughs> That's what happened to the ancient Indian civilizations on the North American continent. Yeah, the Mayan people were killed off by the predator. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number eight. The concept of the Mile High Club. Uh oh. Is older. The the Wright brothers invented the airplane in 1903, so 1904. It was actually before airplanes. Oh, it was the Baja Balloon Club. In (laughs) in 1785, you got it right. In 1785, uh, Lord Chumley bet. Lord Darby 500 guineas if Lord Darby could engage in a sexual act in a thousand feet up in a hot air balloon. Wow. There was no word if he won the bet or not. (laughs) Let's say he was able to afford a brand new carriage after that. And then he got abducted by aliens. <laughs> um, let's see. Number seven. Aurora, Macaroni and cheese. 
comes from macaroni and cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> the 14th century. Wow. That's some old macaroni. <laughs> yeah, don't eat that. Yeah. Might be moldy. And Kraft macaroni started in 1937. In England, macaroni and cheese first appeared in a cookbook in 1390. Huh. Wow. I don't know where library you go find that at. Yeah, well, who was that explorer that went to China way back in whatever? Marco. Can't think of the guy's name. Polo. But uh, yeah, there was a Indiana Jones, <laughs> you know, a Italian dude who went to China and brought. He, that's how Marco Polo Italians had pasta. He brought the noodles back from China. Marco Polo. Yeah, I can't remember. Italians really loved it, and they started making pasta of all manner of shapes. That's probably when that started. I'm gonna. Oh, it's just around that same time frame. I can't think of it either. Marco Polo. Alexa, yeah. no, it's not Da Vinci. He it's everything. It's, I, I, I can't think of the guy's name, but well-known traveler. With, Alexa would know. She knows everything. For Columbus, <laughs> Marco Polo. Ask her. Um, number six. Rock paper scissors comes from the third century. Wow. It's been around a while. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say so. That, that's back around the time of uh, when Christianity was starting to make it big with the whatever the emperor was back then. I forget his name. Supposedly it started in Han, China. <laughs> so, uh, they Somewhere between 206 B.C. and 220 A.D., the three, the the three who are afraid of each other is what it translated to. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Constantine is the guy. just just before Constantine. Just before <laughs> it has been called frog, frog, snail, and snake. <laughs> <laughs> let's play frog, snail, and snake. What you? Yeah, let's do that. So, which one wins? Let's see. The frog eats the snail. <laughs> <laughs> the snake can't bite the snail. <laughs> uh, the snake eats the frog. And number five. Moving on. Uh, we've went over before. I had to spell across this, you know, but uh, Xmas is a term for Christmas. And it's about a thousand year old. Because yeah. the X is the Greek letter that stands in it for the right. word. In 1106, the X represented the word Christ, the word Christ in Christmas. X equals X equals Christ in mass. <laughs> At 1106 a.m. or p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> And number four, nut milk is centuries old. 
It's not new. I'm just not hearing about it. Little tiny stool. You reach up underneath the nut and you take some tweezers and you squirt the milk into it. Find those udders and start milking. (laughs) I don't know how they do it. Uh, Yeah, they essentially crush the nut and they add, I think, water to it or something. something Yeah. Almond milk is for people who have difficulty breathing. Hmm. And. That's why I was wondering how they milk them and stuff. But, yeah. um, number three. I'm a uh, even ancient Romans named their dogs Fido. <laughs> oh, wrong. Yep. It's Italian name. Come here, Fido. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln made it popular in the United States. Huh. He had a dog named Fido. And <laughs> number two. Uh oh. <laughs> Has been around for many years. Yeah, number two's been around for a long time. Dinosaur did it. Cheesecake has been around for thousands of years. Cheesecake. Now that could be some old poop right there. Number two, again. (laughs) Cheesecake originally came from an island in Greece. Then the Romans took off with the recipe. And they made cheesecake in Greece, the country, not Greece. (laughs) This is crazy cheesecake you got. <laughs> it's also uh, a, a, an ice cream topping I found out from Brockman's. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or you can make um, cheesecake milkshakes. Oh. Then uh, let's see, number one. Fart jokes. <laughs> that should have been number two. <laughs> fart, fart jokes date back over 4,000 years. <laughs> to the ancient Egyptians. Yeah. This is the oldest known joke written out as a fart joke. Yeah. In 1900 BC, that was when the first fart joke was made in ancient Sumeria. The oldest joke is inscribed as a, on a stone tablet in, in hypo, hypo, Hydro, hydroglyphics. Yeah, that word. <laughs> uh, it showed the sphinx with little puff it, coming out. It of was, That's why they called it sphinx. <laughs> That's why it's meant to get snowed. It was was on a stone tablet, and it said, a young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. And that's the joke. It seems to be the standard of women don't fart, they poot. Well, I, I have a little six-year-old granddaughter who, that's her love language, is she'll sit on your lap and fart. <laughs> that's how you know she loves you. Oh, that's her kiss to you. I, yeah. uh, thanks, I, there was one day I forget, I was sitting on the table probably, and I heard the, the sound of a fart. 
of course, kids were giggling, and I said, who did that? And, and she goes, it was me. I said, no, girls don't fart. She goes, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't, they would blow up. <laughs> well, that's why they, they, they gripe all the time. Oh. Because they don't burp or fart. They're going to gripe and they'd explode. Oh, I get it. <laughs> uh, Got to let that pressure out somehow. I guess. That was a joke, everybody. <laughs> For those of you with no humor. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce the young fellow that everybody is talking about. He's been a big success in his first few pictures with 20 Century Fox. And I'm young, he's handsome, <laughs> uh, just a minute, and he has a grand voice. I want you to meet... <laughs> Hello, this is Keith Helsley of Quest for Truth. And I'm Nathan Caldwell. We talk about worldviews. Things that affect our pop culture today. Truth exposed on the first week every month. We dig into the Bible. One book at a time. One verse or phrase at a time. Our audio drama. Watch for new audio dramas on the third week of the month. Quest for Truth. Life-Truth.com Okay, Doug, we'll go on in there waiting for you. Thank you. All done with that one. All done. Now it's time for... Uh, Anchor Topic. Anchor Topic. On the schedule is low vision, but we like to make it a wild card topic because... What do we know about low vision? We, we've discussed it before and kind of beat the topic to death. And no one's really asked about any of these topics. So until they do, we don't have a lot to say about it. And so in its place, Terry has some demonstrating things he wants to do for her. <clears throat> he just figured out his talking microwave we talked about before in our episode. And he's figured yeah, out the talking microwave. Let's see, it's over here. Gonna cook us a pop tart in it. <laughs> doesn't say too much, but let me find my button and open my door. So, how many buttons is on the control panel? I wonder. I don't know. I think there's only like twelve. Like a regular keypad? No. Nope. It is not. It's got. It's got like um, a row one. There's three keys. One, two, it's got about six at the bottom and then six at the top. <laughs> you go towards the middle and it's not saying that. Thumb status. Boop, boop. I'm too low. Time. Oh, wrong button. I'm up too high. Um, but there's a button down low in the middle and you push it and it would say microwave where is it at now i can't try and demonstrate i can't find it it worked in rehearsal <laughs> sure did um let's uh, go back up here time not <coughs> so to set the cook time you go set cook time set cook time and you hold that Cook time, not set, set, cook time, minutes. You hold it for a, a, a few seconds and you let go. 
And then it says set minute. So then you come all the way to the right. One minute. And you arrow up. Two minutes. Mm, we'll go with three, three minutes. minutes. And then you have to go back over to the left to where you have your set your cook time. And underneath the vet, you have the uh, uh, power level. Power is. Three minutes, zero seconds, microwave running. And so there it goes. And it's reheating my coffee for three minutes. Huh. And you then, have a big cup, you're going to have an awful. It has a nice, pretty, <laughs> a nice, pretty tone to it when it's done. You know, and most microwaves don't make the sound it makes, but. And so I have that, but then uh, ice cream truck going down the road. <laughs> but then I also have the. Uh, uh, I downloaded the iOS 16.0 on an iPhone and got some of those funny voices. One notification. The new Siri voices, what you're talking about. Well, actually, they're for accessibility. You know, the voice you, can probably, you can probably do them for, uh, yeah, accessibility, voiceover. I don't know, trying to go down here to settings. You got your phone upside down. Let's go to accessibility. You go to voiceover on. And voiceover speaks items on the screen. You go. Tap once to select. Double tap to act. Learn more. Click voiceover practice button. That's my microwave. Bling, bling, bling. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you don't answer the doorbell right away, it'll do it again. I'm getting there. Dang it! And my coffee cup is melted. Yeah, it's eleven hundred watts of power. Learn more. Link. So you go to speaking rate. Speech. Speech. Alex. Button. You got Alex, and then you go to where it says voice. Tap there. Agnes. Button. Selected. You got Agnes. Alex. Allison. Allison. Ava. Button. Ava. Bruce. Bruce. Eloquence. Button. Eloquence. Evan. Button. Evan. Fred, Fred, Joel, Joel, Junior, Junior, Kathy, Kathy, Nathan, Nathan, Nikki, Nikki, Noel, Noel, Ralph, Ralph, Samantha, Samantha, Siri, Siri, Susan, Susan. Oh come on! What happened now? I thought Samantha was the same as the Siri voice. Yeah. English, Australia. English, Australia. Wow, there's a lot of voices in there. But you keep going down the list. Novelty. Novelty. Albert. Here's the ones that's got, like, if you click on Albert. Albert. Sounds like he's got a frog in his throat or something. Clear your throat, Albert. That's kind of hard to hear. The microphone. Yeah, I'm going to... Whenever your phone talks a lot, it reads you a big fat book. It starts to sound like that with a frog in his throat. <laughs> reading for too long there, Terry. Stop it. <clears throat> Let me raise my voice. 
does that too when there ain't no punctuation. It's like it's starting to wear out. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to fix that later. I'm stuck in there, but. Yeah. Uh, there, at least I got out of that voice back into Agnes, but. Sounds like a robot. Yeah. This one sounds like really like a robot. I like this one. There's your new voice for your phone, Terry. It's Zarbox. There's one, though, that I want to demonstrate. And, 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 and the one that's like underwater. But let me get back to uh, see if I can get to it. It's... Those are in the novelty got, section. Right in the novelty, you got Zarbox. I'm going backwards. You have Wobble, Whisper, Trinoids, Superstar. Organ, jester, that one's uh, that's just like somebody laughing and talking, laughing and talking. Oh, good news, cellos, bubbles, That's the voice you use when you drop your phone in the toilet. <laughs> blop, blop, blop. I, I dropped it in the toilet. <laughs> and that's, you can have that on there. I, I, I exited out of here and tried to, like, I don't know, do anything on your phone, and it's really annoying. I mean, it's neat to demonstrate. Yeah, you, you hear the bubbly sound, but it's hard to hear the actual. Right, and it's like. That's why there's novelty ones, but yeah, let's. So then you go into eloquence. You got flow, grandma, grandpa, read. Yeah. The so that's eloquent. Right. And it's like all the way up, though. That doesn't. Hmm. You got Shelly, Sandy, Rocco, Reed. Grandpa. For those people that really enjoy your Jaws voice and you want to hear it on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, that's that's all the way up where. And so there's a whole bunch of different ones to play with. Now, I haven't even got into this Siri uh, to see. It. Well, they still have the five ones in there for series. All they got, they got the transgender. They got the two male and two female and the transgender. Hmm. The non-binary, <laughs> whatever you call it. But the other thing now, like I was saying, is uh, from listening to Apple Viz's podcast, for those people that want to, it's A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S. That's what you type in to search for it. It's not, it's all one word, but they were saying 
that with this new iOS update that you can, if somebody calls your phone, you can tell Siri, hey, Siri, answer the call. There's nobody calling right now. Uh, imagine that. There's nobody calling right now. Let me know if you want to make a call. Yeah. Who would you like to call? Wait a minute. Was that Alexa or was that your phone? That's my that phone. Phone. There's nobody calling right now. Let me know if you want to make a call. No. Call nobody. I got two phones sitting here. Um, Who would you like to call? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. No. <laughs> But I that's will. the sound it makes. I'm not pushing any buttons, but the sound that the bling, bling, that's what it does now. Whenever you go to talk to Siri, and you can it, tell it to hang up when you're on the phone, right? And when you're done with your call, you can say Siri, hang up. And oh god, she's probably gonna do it again. <laughs> um, you can. You, they brought back the. You have to. It's you. You have to actually turn it on. But in the settings, there's a way to t- use your your lock screen button to hang up on your phone calls. Now, if you want to enable that, Siri can do a little bit more stuff. And there's a lot of voices. And it has the option that gives you the things to where if you send an email to somebody, you can pull it back or a text message and pull it back. Um, If you accidentally sent out a drunken text message, you know, yeah. or a nasty email to your boss or something. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's get the bag. Ah, you pull it back. You hope they haven't seen it yet. I'm supposed to go to my secretary, uh, <laughs> not the boss. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of cool new stuff it can do. Yeah. Well, 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 this is an unexpected pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> that means you're killing them, Andy. Because we do have an email. Yay. Uh, Read that really quick. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Uh, It's one that's titled A New Car. Hello there, Jill, Terry, and Keith. Let me tell you a story about my boss. Uh Uh-oh. Usually, he's a great guy to work for, but sometimes he can be a little self-centered. I saw him in the parking lot one day, and he called me over to see his brand new car. He started going on and on about how well the business is doing and how through hard work and perseverance, the guy can go far. He said all this, while showing off his new sports car to me. That is an amazing set of wheels, I told him. Isn't it? Replies my boss. And if you set your goals higher and work even harder this year, I can get an even better car next year. (laughs) See what I mean? From Jeff Huber from Dismal, Tennessee. (laughs) <laughs> you work hard, he gets the benefit. Isn't that the way it goes? You, you, you work real hard. Yeah. <laughs> so that was our email. Kind of a short one. Man, he ought to be bored for the samples. Which means it's now time for some final thoughts. 
thoughts. Final thoughts. I got a few. Uh, my older relatives like to tease me at weddings saying things like, you're next. And that they stopped though because I started teasing them at funerals telling them they're next. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm, the way to do it. How do lawyers say goodbye to each other? I'll be suing ya. <laughs> For all the rock and rollers out there, when a cougar gets so old that she needs a hearing aid, she is then called a death leopard. <laughs> That's how it works. What's the worst combination of illnesses? Alzheimer's and diarrhea. You're running, but you can't remember where you're going. (laughs) (laughs) That would be bad. (laughs) Go somewhere. Go somewhere. somewhere. I know I got to go somewhere, but where is it? (laughs) Oh, they're running to the bathroom floor again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put the back in the costume. My cousin was fired from her job at the massage parlor. It just seems she rubbed people the wrong way. It's okay if you don't like me. I guess there's also no happy endings either, but... It's okay if you don't like me. Not everybody has a good taste. (laughs) (laughs) My husband and I have reached the decision that we do not want children. So if you want any, email me and I will send them to you tomorrow. hear a joke about paper never mind it's terrible (laughs) I like the fact that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wear masks it's a great way to hide your identity like you're not a big giant turtle I visited my new friend in his apartment and he told me to make myself at home. So I threw him out. I hate having company. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, my boss was interviewing me for a job. He he asked about my four-year job and my resume told him, yes, that's when I went to Yale. The boss says, great, you're hired. I told him, thanks, I need the job. (laughs) (laughs) Yale, job, yeah. Um, Wikipedia says, I know everything, 
Google says, I have everything. Facebook says, I know everybody. Internet says, without me, you have nothing. Electricity says, keep talking, losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget my grandfather's last words before he passed away. Are you still holding the ladder? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, what's the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament? Live stream. Gonna give you a nasty look, but you already have one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any (laughs) more. I was just thinking there comes a point in life where people telling you, look how big you've gotten, stops become stops being a compliment. I think I'm there. <laughs> um, um, I agree with you. We'd both be wrong. <laughs> there we go. Uh, well, that's all I get for right now. I got one. I'm old enough to know better, but still young enough to do it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, there are people like that. You're welcome. He seems like rather a sturdy young man, a little timid, but uh, well set up physically. It's time to wrap everything up. Your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Make sure you leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast directory or app. And uh, visit our webpage at thatsoundsfunny.com where you can leave us an email directly. Uh, leave us a comment on any of the show notes. You can call our voicemail and tell us a, a message. That would be uh, 401-753-4844. Or if you want to spell it out, it's 4017-KEITH-H. Glad to play your message on the show. Yeah. yeah. Call and tell us hi. How you doing? Wrap this episode up and tie it with a bow. Need some pretzel sticks now. That sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny dot com.